<laughs> no way. <laughs> Zed fam. I'm gonna start it out. I'm gonna start it off with the bell. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And a few good breaths to start it on. Get into the space. The already, always free and perfect. <sighs> Ramit, you were going to say something? That's a good one. A good reminder. Ah. Ah. It's even in the name. God. 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 <laughs> the bee is silent. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh, hey, you want to know something? You want to know something, man? I was born on Hanuman Jenti, and it's my birthday. Oh, it was my birthday yesterday, today. So, and there's Hanuman there again. A little synchronicity tidbit for you. Yeah. <laughs> those connections, man. The, the, those that web is just too deep. It's just too rich, man. The tapestry is just too delightful. As the tapestry unfolds itself in front of you, what's your relationship with time around this revolution? Oh, that's yeah, the world is like a big, big, big painting, painting itself all the time. And the canvas is the canvas is just <laughs> the canvas brings out the paint as much as the paint brings out the canvas. <laughs> soup that is being made and eaten at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. I've really enjoyed the analogies that help people realize infinity because how many different ways can you arrange musical notes into a song? How many different ways can you arrange images into a movie? How many different ways can you arrange food into recipes? And especially what you just said is that we're actually making the chicken soup and eating it too. They're making each, the process is making each other. And that's a good one because if earth, if this universe, the civilization is a chicken soup, 
the next creation will be a beet salad and the next one will be steak and potatoes and etc. Yeah. You'll never come to the end of all combinations. There's just no flavors, man. The flavors. The flavors. And even the scientists, the mathematicians, the logicians have proven, Girdle and so many others have pointed at this. And Wittgenstein, you'll never come to the end of all combinations of math ever. And so that's what this is. Spirituality has been saying it for thousands of years. So bring the two together. We're done. And we got infinite amount of chefs. We're just throwing in, oh, a little bit of salt here, salt there, chili there. Then we're all loving it because we're all making it for each other. <laughs> we're cooking up. Spellcasters, dude. Spellcasters, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're mixing it up. The vortex. I mean, I don't, I don't even know when that whole rap thing, um, that whole whatever that was, that was when that began and when it oh, ends. Me and Shiva. Uh, oh, you and Shiva. Well, dude, it's just it's been like you know. Yeah, everybody. There was, there was a whole there was a whole thing that happened earlier tonight before uh, before you, before you joined the call. Um, we were all. I know. Yeah, you heard about it. We were gonna make the the band and everything, mm-hmm. and I was just saying like you know that just it's like. Exactly what you say, the sprinkle of salt and pepper and, and chili and, and mate and, you know, french fries and just sounds and textures. And it's like. <laughs> I think the compassion comes in where you realize that you are making the soup for all others to eat, too. You're keeping the eater in mind as you're creating the yeah. food, you know. That's what makes good food. Yeah. All the time. And the thing is, like, that's when the understanding comes in. It's because when people recognize that, um, especially when people recognize, like, insecurities and things like that, that's when people are like, hey, man, like, you know, this is not, this is never a hindrance in the first place. You know, this is like your... It's your play, it's your... Yes, I have an, an extension of the analogy. On episode two with Frank Yang, he's been perpetuating the cosmic octopus, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, so the, <clears throat> the cosmic octopus is the one God self, the one witness, the one observer, the one seer, the one awareness, the all-inclusive awareness. And that each of us are adding the spices in the cosmic octopus chef that's cooking it cosmically. And we're these 8 billion tentacles that are both intaking the food as well Mm -hmm. as cooking the Mm -hmm. food. So yeah, paint. Yeah. It's, it was kind of a little bit of an interesting Mm -hmm. synthesis. Have you guys seen the, it's a, it's an, it's an ever flowing synthesis, dude. Yes. It's the, the synthesis and the desynthesis are just the, you know, it's never like, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> I kind of want to open up into that analogy. Because uh, I don't feel like the octopus has a center or a body. Oh, it's yeah, just the tendrils. Yeah, it's for just sure. tendrils. But the whole thing is the center at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. 
this it's it's so um, mind bending as the singular sphere of locating the center of yourself becomes the whole sphere. You see the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. There's, yep. there's there's no words for it because words create the boundary of the of the wiggle. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> yep. The expansion. So we Go ahead. So now we just echo about expansion. <laughs> this is this is a pretty interesting way to put awakening as the series of expansions and the series of dissolving, and that process of the nothingness to everythingness, and then that being that very cosmic octopus without an eye. The eye is so intoxicative and so illusory but it's the it's the most important aspect to our creation because there has to be the power to know so it's both the crown attribute and it's the crown assumption at the same time yes bring bring that in brendan bring that in the one who forgets the one who remembers the two sides of the infinity symbol for those that are just on audio. <laughs> Love that one. And the ebb and flow between those states of remembering and forgetting. See, I, I ignorance has it is in forgetting until the joy is renewed. Until you recognize mm -hmm. that exactly. the remembering and the forgetting are also You can't, right. there's no, the remembering and forgetting, you could never have one without the other. It is in forgetting that the joy is renewed. Yep. There you go. That's when the laughter comes in. That's when the cosmic joke is like. <laughs> 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 that's when the universe is like, fucking hell, dude. I was doing this whole time. Dude, that's, that's the feeling, like, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the comment. It's a, it is Quantum a vibe. Catalyst. Quantum yeah, Catalyst yeah. is the name. Yeah, that's a sick name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, this is interesting. Is that dualistic concession is really important. That's why the Taijitu that has both the monist and the yin yang within it is so critical because it's both there is nobody that asleepens and then awakens I, I have and yet there is and so that's the well Zhao dun yi had a fucking image for it a thousand years ago that everybody forgot about which is the taijitsu and so it's also plastered all over other cultural traditions Can you pull that up so, i don't yeah, know I'll pull it up right yeah <laughs> This is it. Oh, you mean the, okay, well, yeah. But you see the, the key with the Taijitu is that it is both the monist and it's the yin-yang in one symbol and the, the old school representation of it, this one over here on the left, the old school representation of it it actually has more of an ascensionary component to it, a cyclic yet ascensionary yeah. that, 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 that they interplay at a more 
playful sort of yeah and then it ties into the eight trigrams and yeah. eight aspects of nature you would pull to that me, up. to me it feels like the helix eight trigrams to me it's the dna man it's the helix it's this it's the dna yeah, yeah it's the constant mm -hmm. going up going up going up going up can yeah. I also going down going down can going i guys down. Yeah, can yeah, show yeah. you guys an image that like i think correlates with this of course yes Mm, yep. Yeah. So there's the Taijitu and then the Ouroboros, which I literally made last year into Ooh, an image. What but like what's up? The, yeah, go ahead. I what's like up? how the Taijitu created the impermanent cycle and the time wave cone. And it's really yes. hard to simultaneously visualize those because that breaks conceptual thinking. But they they isolated it in a symbol, which is Kind of like the Mahamudra great symbol that you were holding with the two things, Elmo. It's like the Vajra. Yeah, the Vajra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called for sure. <laughs> Dude, I want I want a Vajra. The sock, <laughs> the sock man. <laughs> Dude, today I found I today I found a mala, and uh, it just did something to me, dude. I don't even know what it was, but just just holding it in my hands and just like running it through my uh between my fingers just i don't know why 108 uh, it just does something dude mm -hmm. what was the key of the i'll pull it up v-a-d-r-a uh j v-a-j-r-a and that's the that's like the symbol of the third Buddhist path. Because after Mahayana comes the Vajrayana. Vajrayana, yeah. Dude, I'm looking to get some Vajrayana tattoos, man. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. You want their, their artwork is insane, man. The clouds and the whole the deities and fuck, man, it's so beautiful. And it's so rich, like when you just dive into it. Mm -hmm. It speaks volumes. The Vajra is a Sanskrit word meaning both thunderbolt and diamond. It's like the thunder mm. of enlightenment that comes like, yeah, awakens you, just fucking bursts you open. And the diamond symbolizes the indestructibility of Dharma and truth. The indestructibility the, the of Dharma. The ineffable. Because <laughs> Dzogchen is known as the great vehicle. And so that's what they're, the diamond vehicle, the Dharma, and the thunderbolt is the... That's cool. You know, the paths, uh, Hinayana, small vehicle, uh, Mahayana, great vehicle, they're kind of just preparatory steps for the Vajrayana. Because that's where you actually get to live again. Yeah, yeah that's what you get to Mahayana, live. you kind of restrict. You just follow yeah. the Dharma. Mahayana, yeah. you expand. You get back into the world. But Vajrayana, just, you just become whatever you are. And, and your being is deified. You become a, a ruler. You become your own 
version of the universe with all of the other rulers. So is the great Zogchen solution an attractor? Attractor? Yes. Yeah, it is. So Zogchen, the great vehicle, AKA also can be thought of as like Sufi metaphysics or as Theravada Buddhism, any, any sort of Advaita Vedanta, they, these can totally be thought of attractors as attractors. Yeah, even even entheogens are attractors. Magic mushrooms. What's an entheogen? I would say something though. I would entheogen. Psychedelic means mind manifesting, but entheogen means unleashing God within the divine within, and so that's why entheogen is just a more clean word for it. It's more precise. It's like precision. <laughs> you know, precision. Yeah, I dig that because there can be two ways of taking those substances. Just tripping and awakening <laughs> with those. Yeah. The symbiotic relationship. Yes. Yes. The life force synergy with the plant. Your life force sinking with it, creating something new. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, the helix, right? Yeah. That helix that dances with itself. One end yeah. you've got, one end yeah. you've got whatever entheogen you have, the other end it's you. One end is God, the other end is you. And then it's only when the dancing. Yeah, but it's just one stick. Yeah, and then when the dancing begins, it recognizes just one little. <laughs> Yo, weren't we just talking about that thing, Elmo? That what? lightning and the something? Yeah. What is it? Lightning and what? Diamonds? Yeah. Thunderbolt and diamond. Thunderbolt and diamond, yeah. And then there's the bell, which the other symbol. And the bell and the Vajra symbolize... Elmo, those are charged wisdom. up, bro. Wisdom. Those are charged up items. I can see it. And skillful application. So you got wise action. Enlightened activity. Let's check them out. Yeah, give us a little bit on that again, on the Vajra. So the Vajra is a symbol for the way that the Dharma hits you when it really hits you. It's like you're just walking out on the field, minding your own business, not even meditating, and the truth hits you. But you don't die. It's like getting a blessing from fucking Zeus. You just, you get hit with the lightning, but you don't die, so you know you're kind of you got something out of that experience. Even though it might like zap you and hurt you, you still got it. You received it. <laughs> and that's it, man. The lightning leaves a, it leaves a mark. And it leaves a mark on, uh, on its for, own. Every, for anybody who is working with energy, 
you know it can feel like a lightning coming from like within going into all your cells running it's because it, it's electromagnetic and the bell is the magnetic part so you have the vajra which is kind of masculine the bell which is kind of feminine but they're just symbols you know well they're they're also they're symbols but they're also attractors they're kind of like the divine symbols really they're like our most divine symbols there are most divine pedagogies if you want to know how to turn inward and recognize nothingness and infinity and even baby step yourself to awareness and then to this nothingness and infinity if you want to know your true nature you may as well you're going to get gravitated it's actually not possible for you to not become aware of advaita vedanta and dzogchen and theravada buddhism sufi metaphysics all of the main mystic traditions you'll at least learn about one of them and many people end up learning about two three four five because what they're trying oh, to do is or all of them because what they're trying to do is they're trying to abstract out a meta pattern of what is the most optimal way to look at the very one end that's where i came from the last year was this meta pattern angle to it and i would say that that's probably the greatest quality of my conceptual lattice work is the fact that it's carries many different traditions and concepts multi-faceted diamond yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 You're just that's why that's why chipping I... one here one there it's beautiful it's it's a prism gets the light and it reflects it all realizing the located godhead of the one end is realizing the toroidal field realizing godhead equals realizing toroidal field and Everything the field, how it moves is the way the down moves. Oh yeah. In, oh in, yeah. Out. <laughs> At the same time, it's going in. Yeah. And it's going out. Yeah. And when it's going out, it's going in. Adam's apple. Going in, it's going out. It's going out, it's going in. And yeah, this in is and everything. That's why the greatest symbols are us, man, and woman. <laughs> Yeah, why do you think? Why do you think? Vajrayana, why do you think Vajrayana was willing to to make sex like part of part of the spiritual path? Like, and I, that's why I was gonna say earlier too. Like, I feel like um, entheogens and um, entheogens and and uh, Zokchen and Vajrayana specifically as an attractor. I feel like just for our generation specifically, like our you know just like if you just look at all the creatives at our age um like on earth right now humanity at this time just what's popular and what's hip and what's cool is actually what's getting people to wake up you know and and if people were to just follow you know it's like i think i think sockman said it like liquefying into your passions that's what happens to people is like once you liquefy that's when you know it hits you and it's just the, the liquid just doesn't and this end right and it's so and it's like 
whether it be through entheogens and Vajrayana and like looking at that art, um, photography and all of these things, aperture in and out, you know, it's, it's, it's having that movement and that play and that dance with uh, everything, with every aspect of whatever it is you've liked and disliked and loved and hated and everything and being able to move with any of that, with anyone, anywhere, is what is, it's, it's like right there in every single, you know, every breath of every atom of every dandruff piece falling off your hair. <laughs> and even that into the soil and into the, into the blade of grass with the sun reflecting off it. And, and, you know, where is that light? Is that light inside your, inside your eye? Is it the, the kaleidoscope inside your, inside that eyeball? Where is that light? The is gray, grass gray of right photons here? are going are seeing it out to there? the black hole here? of your eye. It's always just portal and something going in. Yeah. Coming out the other end. Yep. Black holes, white holes. Increasingly fractal and granular. Me and mm -hmm. Gotchev having this conversation. One arm, <laughs> five arms, fractals. <laughs> this is what it is. This is what yeah, it is. is. Like a tree growing. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the roots are equally as. There we go. <laughs> yes. And welcome. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're back, fam. <laughs> Welcoming all Zen Buddhists and uh, um, Vajrayana practitioners and infinite bras and atlases and psychedelics and all doctors everywhere oh. and all coronaviruses. Oh. Everything, everybody. Welcome. Earlier, Elmo said that the fractal is moving in you and you're moving in the fractal. That was really visceral. That was immediate. Mm-hmm. This shit with VR will look crazy. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. happening right now, bro. You are in the VR. Mushrooms in you VR? have the <laughs> This is what we're doing, is we're actually working on making the, the, the nature of reality disseminated to the masses in the most immersive experience as possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is really exciting. Frank's also really passionate about that. We'll potentially be doing that in the fall together. And so you guys are all doing that yourselves as well on your channels and your platforms. Is And this is why this Zen fam is so strong is because the that's what's bringing our hearts together is the truth and visualizing it and disseminating it and serving other people's awakenings. I think Jason Silver was trying to do something so similar. I don't know. I remember he had spoken about like a like a movie experience, like in a theater. That you sit down and literally get enlightened with the experience. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, and Shin Shin Jen Young, I think he was working on like some thing you could put on your head and it would give you the correct brain waves yeah that it would emulate the wow. state of samadhi because it yeah. is just brain waves that's what i was going to say is that the the reason that uh that these things work and the reason like i would i would you know i had a i was i was 
I was on this SFDC call once and um, um, and we were reading some uh, Mahayana Sutra and just this conversation just started and it just kept going and going and going. And I recognized that, you know, the reason in Buddhism they have like the three, the three jewels, you know, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, it's, th these are just words, but what they represent is, is, you know, it's, it's having that, um, it's because of the fractalization, it's because of that liquefying and it's because of that echo that those three jewels are three jewels. You know, it's like your, your most treasured, it, it's, it's the, you know, the trinity of, it's the, the North Star, yeah. For me, it's the three characteristics, anatta, anika, and dukkha, are the reflections of the three jewels. Oh. So you got the no self, the reflection of that is Buddha, the oh. universal self. Yeah, you got the uh, Dharma, which could be the okay. So to me, Dharma is Buddha. Satisfactoriness. The Dharma is perfect. So that is the balancing side of the suffering, samsara, and nirvana. And then there's the I don't know which reflects which, but you know, you get it. It's the Star of David again. And the the yeah, impermanence the down. impermanence is like the impermanence is like the the impermanence is like the knot that ties that suffering and no self together. Mm. Impermanence is like it's like the the wake up call, you know. Impermanence and seeing like water, like the axis of the two. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's only because of impermanence that you can have, you know. But to have movement of the two, you must have that hub of the wheel. To have movement, you must have a hub. And that's the balancing point. That's like where there is no masculine, no feminine, just the movement of the two. Even getting people to that, go go for it, go for it. And coming you guys into, are crushing it. Yeah. Coming into that balancing point, no matter how lost you are, you can always find your way back into it because that is the center, less center. And you, yes. we all yeah. know the direction and the path there. That's our shared heart. Yeah. yeah. So that's the place where we actually meet not through our thoughts and yeah, yeah. that's where we meet yeah. yeah it's the source right it's like the it's the source it's just that shinzen diagram of just this this little thing in here and it's just a space and time just going around it yeah. and, and he's like oh just abide in the unborn mm. abide in the unborn and you know it's unborn <laughs> is it this one yeah that's it that's it Mm -hmm. Wow. Activity of the source. Perfect. Dude, I, have, I have to say, man, I think I think Shinzen, the only reason he got so deep into his meditation, it has to be because of all the weed he used to smoke, dude. 
has to be, dude. <laughs> Who is Shinzen? Is that that scary guy? Who's Shinzen? Can you pull up a picture? Yeah, Shinzen Young is uh, this guy. I think I know him. Oh, yo, that's the dude, man. I know that dude. He is amazing. Dude, he's awesome, dude. He's so... I don't know him grounded. well. Such grounded, darling. Yeah, yeah. It's like he, you know, it's like he's standing on that heap of jewels. <laughs> but he's not above you. He's so, he's so... Yeah, exactly. exactly. So normal. He's yeah. So Dude, I I was so lucky. Like I got to I got to talk with him just for like a short duration. You um, did? Yeah, yeah. And just like it was insane, man. I told him like, hey, look, this is where I'm at right now in my practice. Like I don't have you know, I have no clue what the fuck is going on. And I'm like, you know, it just feels like all parts flying loose. And but at the same time, they're not. It's like I know what where I am, but I don't know where I am at the same time. And blah blah. And then he's like. And then I described it to him, and I, all I said was, you know, I just, I just, I keep recognizing that as soon as I hear something, it's known before I even move there, and so I don't have to move there. And and I, and I just told him, he's like, yeah, I was like, you know, where, what now? And he just, he just burst, burst out laughing. He's like, what now? That's the question to be answered is what now? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like to me, it's like the, the character is, um, you know, like Frank has said it, Hanjo has said it so many times. I think everybody has experienced it after having had some sort of like either a, a, a life changing trip or just a really deep Samadhi where as soon as you come out of it, you're like, fuck, what happens now? And it's, I think for me, for me personally, like Vajrayana and all of that and embracing the outer experience is where the 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 character and the align in that atlas. Yeah, that's where they meet. That's where they align into the activity of the source. Yep. Yeah. Align in your activity. Your activity of the perfection. Source. Yeah. And uh after enlightenment, the dishes. <laughs> all right let me hit let me hit some tennis balls so what you can say the activity of the source is is it's the gps callback functionality inward towards the black hole and it's the fireworking endlessly outward as unique expressions and so we've refined this human vehicle over creations to be able to create the style of leela that actually happens as a bunch of love light mm, mm. and so it took a long time to get this neurobiology oh and for it, sure yeah and so then what happens is most people go out as fireworks first because yeah. honestly the attractor to go outward is really strong because going inward you end at the same place every time it's a different way in but it ends at the same place but outward is different every time that's why yeah. people love going outward so much because it's different every single time. And so there's endless fireworking that's eternally different 
form and different creativity because that's we are the inexhaustible creativity but the activity of source outward people are more attracted to which is why there's so much self-actualization and self-development and self-help literature and psychological focus on that versus the inward the inward is critical with the activity of the source because every time somebody tries to firework outward they get intoxicated by maya and so they end up getting they go for their firework but they're doing it to try and extract peace and happiness from the creation but you'll never get it from the creation you'll always have the watch or the car or the experience the relationship whatever it is will never fully satisfy the only way to fully satisfy is to become aware that the nature of the observer itself is peace and happiness and then so that's why going inward itself the activity of the source going inward is what enables the fireworking outward to be in full-fledged harmony with the creation in and, pure service. And, and then and then the reason that you can't say Vajrayana is separate from Theravada and all of this stuff, and you know how Frank says expansion and contraction, is because when you go out and you look into phenomena and you really look into it, that's when you see that what either you're going in or going out, it's the same place you're going to, right? Which is why it's 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 every time you remember that oh it's the, it's a dream it's an illusion and it's just you know as soon as you start feeling your fingers and you can notice the the depth and the richness in there that's when you recognize oh my god it's coming from the very same place all the time constantly on and on and over and over again which is when you know you're taking a shit and it's like you're in heaven. <laughs> but this um, so there's there's more to this point that's that's really interesting actually it has to do with the image that we didn't get to talk about too much that showed up which is the immersed klein bottles as well so you know felix klein and again mathematicians and geometricians and scientists have for the longest time mobius stripping or mc escher with yeah. art have been trying to point us in this direction that spirituality has also been pointing to for the longest time, which I, is the infinite. Go ahead. Yeah. Can I intercept? Um, shout out to Dr. Veslin Junik. Mobius Strip, Mobius Strip, Mobius Strip uh, Disseminator. Veslin Junik, Fraser University. How do I spell it? Veslin Junik. SFU, Simon Fraser University. Veslin Junik. V-E-S-L-I-N? Um, here, I'll, 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 I, I'm not sure exactly, but I'll, I'll find it and tell you. Okay, yeah, send it to me. And in, and in the meanwhile, this stuff is mission critical for visualizing the nature as well. If you get the taste that the nature is I, like I got this. It. It's a J-U-N-G-I-C. Veslin, okay. J-U-N-G-I-C. J-U-N-J-I-C. And dude, this is so critical. Like I was, I'm sorry, I, while you're searching I'm, this up, you know, this conversation is so critical, especially at that send point. It in the private chat? Send yeah. it in the private chat. Oh. Yeah. So Go ahead. Yeah, this is yeah, like just, just the, this whole thing I said about like the micro phenomenology and at the same time, you know, being able to expand and contract. Like Frank puts it amazingly where he says, you know, step one, uh, contract, step two, expand, step three, be able to do both, uh, step four, be able to do that while you're drinking milk. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, and it's like, uh, 
to to me it's like uh, my experience with this when i first had it was i was i was walking on campus and i was just i basically it was like i think to me enlightenment is like controlled psychosis in, in a lot of ways that's what it is <laughs> and 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 so it's like and you recognize like your sanity is a privilege as well like your sanity is not something like it's also a creation just like anything else and to be able to connect is a very important it's one of those skillful means type of things mm. and so for me sanity is the basic yes yeah. that's special the yep. base yep yeah located exactly and self illuminating like mm -hmm. the nature yeah. of mind is same yeah but it can twist itself into a not think it's insane but it's still sane. it's still sane yeah and that's the thing like i was i was on campus and i was like just i didn't understand it at all and my thought process was just completely broken and i recognized like whatever i was thinking it was true in the moment as it was going on but i was drawing connections that were just so like unseen unthinkable that i was like okay this is not you know I'm just I don't even know what's going on like is this solipsism is this non-duality where where is the where is the what you know and, and so so I'm walking around campus and I'm just sitting there and I started looking at these rocks and I I sat at this bench I hadn't done anything anything whatsoever like no drugs nothing I'm just sitting there okay and it was after I had had some sort of like glimpse um and I'm just sitting at the bench and just the sunlight and everything and i'm like okay i'm just going to not go to my class right now and just just see where this these trains of thoughts go and i just noticed moment by moment like how you know depending on what it was that i was recognizing and depending on the connections i was drawing for myself or for others it was visceral in the moment what i saw where the shadows went on their face if i saw beauty on their face that's what they saw in themselves too if i saw divinity on their face they saw divinity on themselves too and they came from divinity it wasn't like i put it on them it was the very fact that they themselves just had the place to bring it out and it's not like i did it right it's just i was open just whatever in whatever i was doing it just happened and it was in that that i i recognized just looking back on it is that people have this all the time when they <laughs> people have this all the time when they're just like um you know look at a look at a blade of grass and you just dig deeper and deeper and deeper into it and you just see those neurons and you know where like the neurons like the the hair on your I head the grass yeah the hair on the head the grass on the floor the carpet on the the sock on your foot the cap on your head the beard on your chin <laughs> it's all ecstasy it's all ecstasy for those that are subtle enough to detect that it's all ecstasy, which is why step one and step two, you really got to be vigilant with not falling into the crevices of psychosis and then stabilizing as a normie and then yeah. disseminating and further catalyzing awakening. And as you do that, that the sort of ecstasy will fill your every single experience, the entire creation is in itself ecstasy it is yeah that yet the universal background omnipresent undercurrent of ecstasy can't be heard for those with a noisy mind that was all of our first step it's everyone's first step 
You have to quiet the mind. Man, it's the recognition that the noise isn't even noise. That's the point. Can you post the quote I posted? I think that's perfect for this. Put it, put it in the private chat, and then I'll read it. Yeah, that's a perfect. I love that quote. You know, the the moment the moment noise becomes noise, it is just. It's, it's all it's ejaculated instead of injaculated. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Like the undercurrent, the first thought of love is the granular warmth, ecstasy that Atlas is talking about. And adding to Ramit's cascade, it's it's no noise. <laughs> it's it's all pervasive, no noise is every noise, brother. Yeah. <laughs> no noise is yeah. every noise. Sound without echo. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say or experience that the the nature of the all pervasive background is ecstasy bliss, but the granular awareness incepts at the first thought of love at ecstasy bliss. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, so the Big Bang is just a explosion of love. Mm. Okay, well then let's play with that a little bit more because if you were technically abiding in the all-inclusive awareness or the one God self perpetually, then you would be bliss, ecstasy, peace. But because you still, and I still, and all of us still undergo a process of of course correcting to that realignment with the pure love light, that way we're not, we don't, because everything that we talk about regarding, oh, it's not the undercurrent, it's because we get attached to some sort of a thought cloud that appears or a layer of conditioning. I have lack right now. I'm feeling a need that needs to be validated by other fireworks or else I can't be happy or peaceful. But if we abide perpetually, repeatedly, nonstop until it becomes 100% home, which is Satchitananda, then that's when we're that's why it's a perpetual process it's not a one and done boom done it's like oh well i get it and now there's an abiding process and it deepens over time and that's beautiful but once you get it you can't lose it so that's and you already are another way guys Yeah, where you at? Where, 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 where do you feel down? like you're at? Yeah, let's 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 unpack with uh, Rome God Trip. Where are you at? Um, I've had so many different glimpses, man, of all kind of different shit. But I feel like in my everyday life, I kind of go back. Like I'm, I'm, I've let go of almost every concept. I don't give a shit about knowledge anymore. I don't care about. I'm just, I just am, you know. Just like kind of chilling. I don't really think too much. And I, I went from like two months ago, I was just a crazy fucking thinker all day long. What's the next step? What's the key? What's the cheat code? What is the ultimate, you know, piece of knowledge? Now I've realized it's fucking insane to even search for that shit. Like, it's just stupid. But, um, so I just been chilling. But, and I, I, yesterday I was aware of awareness. I was very aware of, like just bodily sensations and thoughts and everything mind period it's completely separate from what i am and um well not separate but i felt separate i guess in the moment 
but I guess I didn't get the the explosion. I still haven't had the explosion, but I have had very weird glimpses, I guess. I'm feeling one with everything, very compassionate, um, like no anger. I don't get angry for anything anymore, really. Fuck yeah. Um, but that's where I've been. I just I haven't had the moment. And I know it's I'm chasing it and I'm chasing it still, even without any other thoughts. That is like my only thought now. It's just yep. enlightenment, enlightenment, enlightenment. And and that's why I've been just listening to you guys, trying to catch patterns still, like my old thought process. And then I kind of like escaped and I landed. And then I come back. So I still haven't gotten it all the way though. And I feel like there's that little ego, that little piece of the brain, or whatever the fuck it is, just jumps in the way. It's like, hold on, motherfucker. Like, you're almost there, but no, look over here, you know, look over here. It's like distracting me everywhere. I'm like, fuck you, you know, I'm trying to like. But then it's Yo, like when I when I zoom out, it's it's like looking at a video game character that's like fighting with himself in the mirror. And I, I think it's so dumb, you know, I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah, what but you said I in the chat, bro. What you said in the chat, bro, you said exactly like, how the fuck am I talking to all of these enlightened reflections of myself and I'm still not getting it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In truth, we're all exactly. thinking the same thing. I, I still feel that. And that's why I'm listening to you guys like, yo, this is fucking crazy. But the fact that you're here, I, me, this you're so fucking close. Yeah. We're all thinking surrounded the same thing, by that enlightened self-illuminating thoughts and reflections of yourself and there's still that small speck it's, that's it's, just, it's you know for me for me it's the thought wait wait, wait 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 can i let me hit the ball back to rome for to gotcha because i think it's really important that as we make this container that we also aim to help each other in, yeah, in yeah, the process yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so and so what it sounds like is that this process of when the perception is kind of being brought outward, right? You know, it's being brought outward. You're like tennis ball, pen, tennis ball, pen, object, 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 experience, thought, emotion, whatnot. Just keep bringing it back perpetually to observing or to seeing or to witnessing awareness itself. Perpetually keep bringing it back. Like, like really like look like you have two ping pong balls, like, Focus on the two ping pong balls themselves over repeatedly over and over again on the actual two ping pong balls. And then realize that the same observer is looking out of all of the other pairs of ping pong balls around the planet. That's a shared, like a shared thread coming from every single one of those observers. And so then there's like an all inclusive awareness that you can tap into more and more. And then if you recognize that, that one all-inclusive awareness is even just like, you know, when you go to dream at night and you like enter your dream and you simulate out the observer and the reality for the observer, mm -hmm. that is exactly what we are as source that simulates the awareness, that all-inclusive awareness and the reality for it to immerse itself into. So kind of like go back in your perception over and over and over again until you get to the source of the all-inclusive awareness and so then you hit that very nothingness and you hit the very everythingness and then just kind of 
just navigate that abiding process. But to have that style of like a roadmap has been for when I hit the ball back for people has been good. Just hone in again on the very fact that you're aware and that awareness is shared among us all and that there you are the source of the awareness. Yeah. And to me, to me, like color helps a lot, uh, you know, depending on how you like, just how your brain is wired, but literally like just looking at black, you look at black and instantly you can just recognize like, Oh, there it is. Oh, or each time you blink, you know, it's like, Oh, look, Oh, there it is. Oh. You know, it's where it's where it's coming from. It's where it's going to. And it's just recognizing that like every moment all the time. And black is just, you know, just because black, it's like you just see it just it's 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 beyond black. You know, it's the reason you look at like you, you see black and then it's because you go beyond it and then you see the light on it. And it's like it's hitting it's hitting you, you know. And so to be able to go in and out and to go back and forth and to go left and right and any of that is like happening inside almost this dark room. It's right here. It's right here. Oh, the, yeah, there you the, go. the black. Yeah, there you go. It's just, just, yeah. just the screen itself Yeah. before it gets modulated. Yeah. So yeah, just like that. So the very yeah. screen itself we all have the same pure, bare, empty nothingness, right? And then the awareness itself is like, oh, look at Atlas's. Oh, Atlas, what he is Atlas I got something yeah. that's going to blow your mind. What, ha what happens? Actually, go ask the question. Ask the question first, then we'll go to Brendan. Ask the okay, question. Back. Okay, cool. So, what happens to me is I got to the feeling of just awareness, right? I've got in there, and then I'm like, oh, this is crazy you know this is like i'm nothing type shit i guess um but then it's like the mind kicks in it's like all right what is awareness what is you know and I've, I've also had the feeling of everything being awareness and then i start questioning okay then how come a tree doesn't think like i do or whatnot and i started thinking these crazy thoughts and then it brings me back you know and there's there's I guess it's the thought of black as well, you know? So that little thought just keeps putting me back in, man. I don't know. You're in an and there's moments that it feels yeah. dumb. It feels so dumb. That this is can, I say something? can I say something? Wait, wait, I'm Nate is going to respond. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I feel like the way that me and you respond to this situation of life is very, very similar in the way where I'm an investigator too. And... The threshold that broke me between absorption, not absorption, was just in the, the deep state of meditation, I am awareness, realizing my body is the subject for my mind, and my mind is the subject for my body, and neither of them can be found in either realm. So as you realize, like Christian Murdy said, the observer is the observed. The spiral tightens, and through that, investigative technique it can break through the threshold which atlas is talking about on the other side of just reminding yourself of i am i am i am may so I intersect we, we no. can talk about that more Godship, but i feel like that's a technique that would be useful yeah. for you man it is that's a good one may i hold the talking right. stick wait can i can i say one more thing of so course of course Brendan. 
Let Ramit go first. Yeah, because okay. we're hitting we're hitting Rome's point and it, to help along. Yeah, his journey. yeah, yeah. And this, this is also just uh, like the along G-spot. the same. Point. It's, like, it's like you know, <laughs> it is it is it is literally like the infinity sign. You know, it is because like like he's saying like the the body mind that duality for me for me that's I think what hit it the most and I noticed it like because I growing up I used to dance a lot. And even right now, like I'm doing kinesis, but I'm noticing like, okay, body work and like walking on grass or breathing and like spending time in the sun and these kinds of things like, and, and just noticing the difference between, you know, if I can see the sun on my eyelids, how does that affect my, my, whatever, my mind. And then, and then where do my eyes go after that? You know, because of this happening, where do my eyes go after that? And so it's like, you know, is it because of the sun being on my eyelids that I looked in that direction? You know, is it because of uh, somebody in here who who wanted to look there? And, and and by doing this, you know, it's it it is inquiry at the same time. But you're investigating, like Nate said, it's like investigating moment by moment all the time. When you just have some time, you're just chilling out, and you're like, you know, who's running the ship, and from where? Yeah, no, none of us have experienced the aha moment yeah. because no one can experience it because it's attributeless. So, <laughs> so we're in the same boat, man. <laughs> I feel like I know all of that logically, you know, like logically, logically. I know that. You, you I, see I, it, you I see it. I felt it before, shit, logically. But it's just that, and now that's where I'm at. It's like I'm trying to erase all logic and then kind of like you guys said abide by it or abide in it dude that's why i'm saying logic is not separate from it like logic is just another you know it's a tool that you can pick up and put down in accordance with everything else you know like i'm using words like accordance and i and i'm saying you know and you can think of the music the the musical instrument accordion and we're talking about logic you you recognize <laughs> you know you recognize like these kinds of things these kinds of ideas about a left brain right brain a masculine feminine these things aren't you know it's not it was never like a a dance art uh, it's because of recognizing that fluidity but also the structure but also the chaos but also the orderliness and it's 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 in seeing that all the time you know recognizing like when you fall even that's choreographed and and it's choreographed because you'll contract it's when you when you fall you'll notice the contraction and you'll recognize like oh my gosh i, I became so tight and so small you're not moment. falling anywhere yeah exactly and and if anything if as soon as you fall just let it go it's gone um can i can i yeah go now? yes so remember you had the phone, right? And what were you saying? Speaking on the phone, the the black screen. Yeah, the very nothingness that then the awareness is experiencing the very first. That's why you have a different phone screen background. Each one of us does, right? So that's the this is the very nothingness and the very first. There it is. Yeah, Elmo. See, there you go. Look at all these different backgrounds, right? And you can mod you. There's infinite possibilities for modulation, right? So Check you can. Out this one. Yep. 
Um, okay, yeah, so on that topic, check this out. Look in Saraswati's hand. Wait, let me put you on the main screen. Hold on. All right. Where do you want us to look on the Her hand? A croissant. Oh, no, that's an Ouroboros. <laughs> right, no, 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 right here. Right here. What is that? You see that? Is that a phone? Yes. Oh, my gosh. What? What? Dude, that's awesome, dude. That's insane, dude. This is what I mean, man. This is what I mean by breaking boundaries, dude. <laughs> Why does Saraswati need a phone? <laughs> Saraswati likes to phone her homies. But man, even that, even calling others is a plagia, plagiarization of telepathy. Mm -hmm. That's all the boundaries all. Dude, all technology is plagiarization. Even the thought to call somebody is telepathy. <laughs> AI is the technological copy of awakened yeah. mind. We, we are, are moving the towards the clairvoyant side. Go for it. How, how, how do, do we, Nate? How do you, okay. So sound. Rome, go. This this is always tripping me out. This has nothing to do with like, but sound. So my vocal cords are creating a frequency, a vibration coming out, and somebody outside of my car can't hear me. In time space, they're literally two feet away and they won't hear me. But you guys are on other sides of the whole entire universe, and my vibration from my vocal cords in this place in space time is going into you guys' ears, and you guys are perceiving it. How the fuck? Isn't that like some fucking? Whoever created this shit isn't enlightened, you know? Is it fucking? How? How's this all happening? We created this. What the fuck yeah. is going on? But there, there goes my mind. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And you just cannot find the beginning. For me, for me, that's also one of the things. It's like, where is the beginning? Where does it begin? Beginningless. Beginningless. Endless. Yeah. That and question. That question is an easy one to get stuck on. It happened for me for a couple of months, uh, and then you let go of it, and then you're like, "Oh my god, that was so easy." <laughs> it's just you can't because you can always ask that question any moment. You know, like think of it this way: like you find yourself in a situation that's shitty, and you're like, "Fuck, man, I'm just having a horrible day." You can ask yourself, "When did this begin? When will it end?" Who is having a horrible day? There you go. That's that's really the best question. Is the best question is who am I or what is I? And if you ask that question repeatedly to yourself, that's like the Osho said it was the most revolutionary act. And in, in reference the to the now, who now? And then it creates that. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Who am I in this? Be now. here now. No. Yeah. And and then you see the whole field how? of sensations. My, my screen, my bottle, it's all reflecting myself back to me. There's a question for each of us, and it is, how can we be present to our loved ones? Uh, how do you answer that? That's a beautiful question, man. Yeah. You know, I'm present with my loved ones right now. So you are present to your loved ones. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Just, it's just already perfection. Yeah. So just be present with them and for whatever they share because if you're empty bliss you're a mirror 
And so what's happening is they're going to say something. And then what you do is you just hold that beautiful love, light, sun, enlightenment energy. And then what you do is you just respect it's And then it's just the ineffable. It just flows right out of emptiness is the love and the compassion and the peace. But then if you, you know, the whole thing with this is a really interesting balancing thing is if you become too martyrdom or overzealous with love, what happens is you learn through the sledgehammer of suffering how to create distance with wisdom. So many people like when it said, how do I, you know, love my family or how do I love my friends or how do I... Uh, how, how, how do I um, weave Tantra, my realizations, awaken realizations, is that you learn how to be wise as well, which is, hey, maybe you, maybe you stop pursuing what is no longer in your North Star trajectory. If this is a lower trajectory, you drop that trajectory and you only pick up the phone when you feel like it's more around either service or for more awakened people or whatnot. So if somebody's still in a more egoic tendency that's always trying to project and always has need or lack or whatever, don't pick up, don't meet with them, drop the connections. It's still, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's Can it. I go next? Can I go on this? Oh, oh, go I got a really good job. So Atlas, Atlas, you were talking about meeting people, just being on a blissed out walk and telling them like, isn't being just beautiful? And that's the space you want to hold for everybody. Because in that space, you realize that they are, we are all in it. We're all just marinating in fucking source. And it's not like being overzealous with love is thinking that some others are separate and you're trying to bring them to the flock and you're trying to be a shepherd for them. That's the Jesus syndrome. You just, you're it. And I recognize you as it. And it's just the simplest being is the simplest thing. Everybody has it. Everybody. And that's, and that's when you become everyone's friend. That's yeah. why that's why loving kindness and and compassion and and karuna and mudita and yeah yeah that's it's it you hold it for everything every sensation you can hold it in the palm of loving kindness or in the palm of mudita yeah, sound. Even an energetic jerk could be held in, in that. And and as soon as you hold it in that, as soon as you let go of it, you know you've let go of it in a way that could never harm. Neither you or not you, or because <laughs> you're not passing it on like that. Yeah, you're just it's, it it's, you. You're you're allowing it to sink into space. you. Yeah, you're, you're, it's, it's because of that gentle hand, you're allowing it to dissolve into where it needs to go rather than to continue just, you know. And you're not trying to destroy it either. That's why yeah. you don't attack the kleshas or the, yeah. the, the, ah, oh, his mind. This is, you work with it. Yeah. You, you don't attack it, you work with it. It's yeah. all workable. You can you can refine it because it's part of being human. 
Dude, the the the. You don't let the, you, you could be those, those wild horses. You you don't like let them run wild, but you tame them and you don't beat them, but you love them and tame yeah. them and then you ride them. Yeah, ride them. You yeah. lose the constant seeking. Because I realized that the other day too. Um, just kind of being mindful. Um, that the mind is just constantly seeking, seeking, seeking. It never ends. It just seeks and seeks and seeks. And it just needs to, it's like, it, it needs something to like narrate of some sort. And I kind of separated from that as well. And I realized I was so stupid too. And, but then I guess I'm in a place that I'm trying, like you said, trying to beat the horse. I'm trying to beat the ego, beat the mind, uh, separate from it. And it's the complete opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing. Love it. Over time, okay. what I've noticed is that even though the more restless seeking impulse dissipates, then there's a very calm and loving refining impulse. So it's almost like, why do we have this conversation? Because we're all refining each other and we're sharing in service to others as well. And so it's more about, okay, well, even if you get it, there's still, as we said, also an abiding and purifying process. You can begin sort of very subtly detecting when you're coming from your egoic conditioning versus when you're coming from God's love light. And so when you're sourceful, when you're coming from source, you can feel it. It's a different resonance than when you come from a layer of lack or need or validation, that type of stuff. So there's a there's a constant refining process that also happens, purifying. You know, to me, to me, I kind of feel that. I kind of feel can you pull up that link? Oh, in the chat right now. I, 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 hear, I hear the word. Um, guys, do you guys ever feel like very, very, very old? old and young at the same time yeah it's I, the old... I sent this because it related to what rome was talking it's because when you are is older than the buddha so yeah. what was the last quote when you're as old as the buddha that's just amazing yeah it's because i think that's like the original face because yeah. that's young and infinite at the same time it's because it's always renewed moment to moment yo but it has been renewing for infinity so it's Yo. old and new <laughs> have any, any of you guys seen um uh, babaji yet who babaji who who, who? who? like an owl babaji ba babaji yeah which baba my avatar babaji yeah Yeah, this was, this was the uh, Yogananda's lineage. Yes. Have we just joined it? Oh, oh, looks like we just joined it. Oh, oh guys, no. <laughs> <laughs> looks like we're part of Mahavati's lineage now. Yes, yes, I yes. Feel to have that kind of wisdom and just... Did you guys, did you guys uh, see this dude? 
We're seeing him. We're seeing him, dude. He found us. Yo, Baba G found us. <laughs> Yo, what's that quote when the right time the teacher comes and then the, oh, now and then the teacher leaves? What's yeah. that quote? Okay, this is getting a bit too. When the student is ready, the master appears. And when the student is truly ready, the master disappears. disappears. Yo, you and Baba G disappears. <laughs> and, and as soon as you said that, Baba G disappeared. <laughs> We did it! <laughs> we blew him out. <laughs> I think I, I think Riley was the was the was the master here. I think he was the one who was. <laughs> you think what? I he, think Riley was the master. He, well, I I didn't understand that. What? Okay, hold on. We have a question from the audience. All right. So we've been explaining this in many different ways, but just very simply put, take an object like a pen, look at the object, realize that you're looking at an object, what we call an object and what we say in physical is an object, and then work your perception backwards. Work your perception backwards to become more and more aware of awareness itself. No and become more and more aware of the very source of your awareness itself. Just go to the Big Bang. Go to the very Big Bang. Disappear into the Big Bang. Just take it very simply also from a scientific perspective. Just disappear into the Big Bang. Think about the play of light on your very retina. Think about the very end point, the very starting point think about how everything comes out of nothingness and goes back to nothingness and if you want to take it even further if you want to if you just want to drag the investigation and the visualization just to the edge to see that your eyeball is like the earth with its stratosphere just reflecting uv rays off of it so, just the very fact that you could even see that in your own eyeball is more than enough to recognize that it's not gonna sources check out that quote i'm posting it right now it's a really good one it's it's uh <clears throat> one of them i think also came from <clears throat> This uh, one is from Saint Francis of Saint Francis of Assisi. Yeah, yeah. The one you are looking for is the one who is looking. Become more and more aware that you are looking for awareness. The nature of awareness is peace and joy, and you're trying to extract it by getting an object. Once I get that new upgraded phone, then I'll be happy. No, no, no. The nature of your awareness itself is peace and happiness. So there's a very big difference between needing to extract from the world, and that's where suffering happens. Just again, become aware of seeing, become aware of observation, of witnessing. Become aware of the sock. Might actually be, we'll, we'll talk about that on our, on our show together, but take that outward, that outwardness of the sock and go like this like this i'm curious what brendan has like to this. say because he, he lit like, up on that question I 
<laughs> you know, today I was uh, I was leaving the front seat of my car, and my um, and as I was leaving, um, I left the car, and then I just said to my mom, "Oh, and I I didn't know like I just lost you know where that where the car was above me, and so I just knew where my body was, and I kind of just sucked myself out of it." And I just remember telling my mom that was literally like pulling a sock off. <laughs> yep. Or, you know, when you enter a room or you jump into something or try to do a front roll, just do a front roll. You just get on the grass and just do a front roll and you'll see like, whoa, dude, that's it. Are we answering the question still? how to get to the source for me is for me it's always been the realization of no separation because we see space which is air as separation like there is air between me and the laptop there's air between me and atlas but in a way infinite body we are connected by the air because whatever i breathe ends up in all of your lungs and that spirit that lives in us all. And it's the same thing, but it's nourishing different things, different growths. So that's how we are inseparable from nature. And also a uh, great visualization for me is go back into the energy from which you were created. There you go. Go back into the moment where you were created, when you were conceived. Go back into the love that created you, that still lives as you. Go into the love of your mother and father and bask in it. Got intuition. I think the moment you fall asleep, just the very edge of when you just that, and when you just just see the spring of waking up, even whether that be in a dream or whether that be in here, wherever that may be, recognizing that over and over again, and just simply having the intention to notice that is. Falling asleep is a great technique to recognize source. Maintaining awareness. While falling asleep, yeah. Yeah. And you, you learn how to concentrate better too, I think. Because you, you can, in a sense, learn to like put to sleep everything else other than what you need to be awake. And in doing that, single-pointedness is so much easier. Resonating at the self-existent luminosity infusing of the threshold point in between wake and sleep once we recognize that threshold we can zoom in to the impermanence of every rising phenomenon down to immediacy 
<laughs> My boys are really hitting some moves right now. <laughs> Everybody watching right now, become a part of the movement. Become the tendrils that we are. Join the ocean. Elmo brings up a good point as viewers, homies, if you guys want, join us, release the contracted energy through movement. Oh, movement, movement is medicine. To me, movement is the moment you recognize, it's not even the moment, man, it's just every time, just <laughs> every, every movement, every action, every intention just leaves a little trace in your body everywhere, all the time. And so just seeing that and recognizing it and allowing it to do its little dance around your spine and around your neck and around your shoulder, your trap, and, you know, all the way down, all the way up. It's yoga. I love this <laughs> octopus brain. Mm. Elmo looks like a kid uh, in in a in a ball pit. <laughs> 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 that would be like swimming in there, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this one time I was playing pool and I was just thinking, what if inside e inside each of these pool balls is is a whole dimension onto itself with its own world system and ecosystem and planets and beings? And what if they're all cheering on this game right now as we're playing this game of pool? And basically, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but every cell is uh, portal into its own. Oh, hey, let's answer this. Yeah, quick question from the audience. So I love that question. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, everything's already ineffably perfect. And so we've become addicted to, in a sense, our conditioning and our egoic twists and distortions and nonsense. And so because of that, we invented this word called spirituality, which is realigning ourselves away from the egoic distortions towards what is source, coming from source, coming from nothingness and everythingness and pure service as you see everything as God's love light interacting with itself. So you don't try and extract peace and happiness from the world, but you bring it to all experiences. You decondition and deprogram yourself from your onion layers. So we invented it as a concept, as a word to, to bring, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. The, the earlier question, completely cascades into this question, how to recognize source, because what's the point? Completely aims at where the phase space of the paradox kisses. What is the point? The, the no self, which we talk about, every 
display can only be characterized by the attributes of it. And so the pointlessness of it is the, the point. So regardless if you're a self-inquiry person or if you're in the stock exchange trying to actualize the most that you are, you're either going to play the game until you're going to lose, right? <laughs> or and spin back, or you're going to play the game until you're going to win and spin back. And um, so the point is the pointlessness. There is no point. <laughs> That's the pointlessness. <laughs> so we don't need to justify it because you, you can't justify it. Because justifying it is, is it. That's right. No malevolence, no suffering when people awaken. And yeah, that's a great way to put it. Sock man. Great way to put it. What's the point, bro? I mean, that's why depression really cascades into it. So what's the point? It's the effortlessness of it. And freedom from nihilism. Which is yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Philosophical step when you've gone through all uh, all of the other like viewpoints. They're like none of this shit matters, and then it's none of this shit matters. <laughs> What's the difference? Qu Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Nothing really yes. matters. You want that? Anyone can see. I got that. I'm the DJ. Yet I just want to say. When you also come from source, you realize that this is your anarchic creative fireworking. So yeah. fucking love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your being matters. Your being here now matters. You matter. Everybody who's fucking listening, you matter. Your body, your feelings, your heart. That shit matters. Have them have them go back to the source of their being. Have them go back to the source of their essence of their being. Being beating. What is being beating right now? The source of their beating. Om Kriya Bhavaji Namah Om Kriya Bhavaji Namah Om Kriya Bhavaji Namah The other is, is never the others. Um, somebody else's suffering is doing your own wounds. This is another great question. Yes, the suffering of the apparent person matters, which is why once you awaken Buddha, the awakened one, you weave that together with Atlas, the one that takes the burden of becoming in pure service. You do the bodhisattva instead of abiding constantly in nothingness. What you do is you refocus physically to awaken, to maximize prosperity and abundance because it's you 
that's suffering in another costume. Yeah. Yeah. It's always you. When you lighten others, you lighten the load on yourself. Yeah. And the body yeah, all the time. You, the body takes on the whole world and thus vows to liberate himself. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No one has to that he is the weight that he is carrying. It's it's that it's that it's that uh it's Frank Yang's ninety-nine point nine 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 percent self that wasn't liberated that decided to ask the rest of himself to liberate himself for the sake of everyone else, which is for the sake of himself. But that's just one stick opposite end. Service to ultimate service to self is ultimately ultimate service to others. And the same thing, it's a loop. Because a stick is just a circle. You can twist it. But the best way to create polarity is to become in service to others. And then that helps you balance out your purification. And then it ends up being service to self in the end of things anyway. Versus when you start in service to self, you don't do it from a pure perspective. You're doing it from a very extractionary perspective. I, I, I would say, though, like for anybody who has, you know, for me, like, I think my own realizations, I had so many, and each time I was just like, man, this just Which one, Elmo? And like so many times just waking up, and if you don't have the compassion for yourself, uh, even whether, you know, the, the egoic identity is not an enemy ever. And to think that it is, is like just more ego games. We like, use it for our awakening. Ego yeah. is our best tool for Exactly. Awakening. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm going to wrap with this, of course. Just relax, everyone. Relax. Relax your perspective. Yes, take those deep breaths. Relax your perspective and stop describing your experience and just relax into the very essence that you are. The very fact that you are is a sign that you are worthy. It's a sign that you are the source, the inexhaustible well expressing itself as you, as a firework of the infinite. So just relax. Relax your perspective, don't describe your experience, and just breathe. Breathe into being for about a minute into the ineffable perfection that we already are. So, Atlas? We're just breathing right now.
Your very existence right now is perfect. Fall in complete love with yourself. Exactly as you are. Accept yourself. Accept your unique spark of the infinite. Realize you are the one infinite creator. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. The very source. Infinite possibility. You can't not be perfect. So relax and surrender. We love you. That's Zen Fam's zeroth. Zeroth. <laughs> Let me end it with some bell action. Perfect. Love you guys. Adore you. Thank you.